Shut up. I'm listening to the next English podcast. You're listening to Zdenex English Podcast, a podcast for English learners at B1, B2 and C1 levels. Hi everyone, welcome back to Zdenex English Podcast. I am back, yes, uh, Zdenex English Podcast is not dead yet, we're still alive and kicking. I have just decided to lower the priority for this podcast and the reason for it is because I am I'm incredibly busy with my other projects and I'm now a self-employed teacher as you know and things are happening in my life so honestly this is the right thing to do however I still haven't um, you know I still haven't decided to stop doing the podcast which is the main information i guess and good news for you for you who have been waiting for so long for new episodes of this podcast a traditional podcast this podcast has been going on for i think it's been nine years now actually can you believe it that's been long time i think next year uh, um, this podcast is going to celebrate an anniversary um, um yeah 10 years Wow, uh, incredible. Anyway, what's this about? Well, uh, this is the first part of a series that um, I'm recording for you. And the series is all about my trip to London. That's right. It was uh, two years after I had left that I decided to go back. Um, after all this pandemic madness... I thought I might as well go back and pick up my games that I had had there for so long at the language school I used to work for, Speak Up London. So uh, those board games uh, are now um, safe in my own house. Not that they um, weren't safe um, before, but you know what I mean. They are where they belong. Uh, that's in my possession. And um, yeah, that's because I've already come back from that trip obviously so um, what's going to happen is that uh, this is going to be a series of episodes in which I tell you about this trip and I also include uh, the interviews that I uh, recorded um, um, during my stay in London and uh, these are five interviews in total and uh, they all have different length, so I'm sure this will be at least at least a f three, maybe four, maybe five part five part series. I don't know at this point, but yeah, I think you guys um, should really enjoy this. And um, yeah, so you, I've already explained why I went to London. Maybe I didn't tell you when. Well, it was last week, and. I went there, I believe, was it on, I think it was on Thursday and came back on Sunday. So, um, yeah, that's still in June, okay? So, there was a problem uh, even before I went there because uh, they had cancelled my flight. Can you believe it? It was EasyJet. I was supposed to have a flight, they cancelled it and as a result of that, I was forced to... Uh, change my flight um, 
I didn't have to pay anything extra for it, but it was an inconvenience because I had already planned to see some friends and as a result of me having to change the days of the of the flight, I think I had to bring it forward by about four or five days. As a result of this, I wasn't actually able to see some of those people because uh, their plans had changed already, so I couldn't. Uh, they they were not able to accommodate to that to that change. Let's say okay. So yeah, the main purpose of this visit, as I said, was to pick up my games, my board games, my beloved games that I had I had used uh, in uh, or at Speak Up London Language School uh, back in 2020 and also at the beginning of 2020. Hang on back in 2019 and also at the beginning of 2020. And as you know, uh, the pandemic started here in Europe, uh, I think it was in March 2020. So that's when I came back and I wasn't able to... Uh, that's when I came back from London. I actually wasn't able to carry everything because I had, I had so many things because I had been living in London at that point. So I knew that the only solution to that would be to keep some of my games um, at Speak Up London. I asked my bosses if that would be okay. They gave me the green light and they were very nice about it. I also obviously allowed them, allowed the teachers working there to use the games. I said, you guys can use them whenever and please keep an eye on them for me and I will be back at some point. Honestly, I didn't expect it to take this long. This, this is more, we are talking about more than two years. Two years and a few months and three months, I think. So, yeah, finally, finally I decided to go there. So, yeah, uh, obviously I also uh, went to visit some of my friends and uh, some people that I didn't expect to see as well in the end, which was great. And um, I had to sort out my accommodation. So luckily, one of the listeners of my other podcast, which is called Zdenkov Czeski Podcast, the Czech podcast I've mentioned here before. If any of you can speak Czech, I do have another podcast called Zdenkov Czeski Podcast. So you can check it out if you, <clears throat> pun intended. No, the pun wasn't intended, actually. You can check it out if you, if you can speak Czech. Um yeah, so um, where was I? Yeah, so one of my listeners had actually invited me um, uh, to, uh, to stay at his place in London. Uh, his name is Wukash and he is Polish. Um, so um, that, was, that was obviously great. That really, really made things easier for me. I had some other options, but this, this, this seemed like, like a great solution. And uh, Vukash was very friendly about this, and he he um, lives in um, uh, North London, in uh, what well, it's somewhere in the sixth zone. I forgot the name, but there is. A, if you really want to find where it is, the the closest train station is called Theobald's Grove, I believe. Yeah. So um, yeah. So. That's that, and um, um, so I was a, I was allowed to stay at Lukash's Wukash's place, and um, yeah, I just uh, you know I just went there by by plane, as you do, 
and uh, arrived um, in one piece. Yeah, there were no issues, a few turbulences, um, but other than that, everything was fine. At this point, I have to say that I had been a bit sleep deprived. Yeah, sleep deprived. I hadn't slept very well. I think partly because I was excited about this trip, but also because I had to make a, f a few decisions about uh, my summer. Because guess what? I'm going to work for MLI Language School, which is the language school I used to work for in Wembley, in London. And now I'm going to work for them again, but this time in Dublin. Yes. So um, too many things to think about. And as a result of that, I hadn't been sleeping very well before I went to the UK, which meant that Obviously, I was a bit tired and it got worse, but um, first things first. Uh, so when I arrived, that was Thursday. Another issue was that at that time there were uh, train strikes. Yeah, so train, so people were on strike. I think like a train, um, train employees or train staff were on strike. Uh, so they took an industrial action. I guess they weren't happy with the, or they aren't happy with their salaries or wages. And I think it's quite regular there in the UK that these strikes happen quite often. So unfortunately, it happened exactly when I arrived. Yes. So um, yeah, um, there were a few disruptions, and got it got actually worse. But I'll get to that soon. So the first thing I did when, when, when I arrived was that I obviously claimed my um, luggage or my baggage. That's what you do. And uh, you always kind of hope that nothing gets lost. You know, my cousin Honza uh, has that experience that I think one of his bags got lost once. That was like 15 years ago. But I know that every now and then this happens. And I don't normally get injured against that because I feel like the chance of that happening is pretty low. But anyway, the first thing I did uh, after claiming my luggage was that I bought a SIM card, you know, in one of those little shops inside the airport. So, yeah, by the way, I was traveling to Gatwick Airport because there are several airports that you can um, fly to. Um, London has several airports. One of them is Stansted, that's in the north, kind of kind of outside London, the same with Gatwick, it's also outside London, but in the south. And then there is the Heathrow Airport, that's that's like in London, that's Zone 6 in London, somewhere in, uh, I believe it's South West, yeah. Uh, that's, I think, the biggest airport. And then there's one more, I think, is it East End? I can't remember what the name is, but that's kind of... It's also la considered London, but it's not London at all. It's really not. <laughs> but that's that's the last airport as far as I know. Yeah, so I was traveling to Gatwick Airport, which was very unfortunate because I had to go across London to get to uh, north to the north of London in Zone Six uh, to my to my friend's uh, place. So um, uh, yeah. Um, I bought a SIM card because I wanted to be able to to use internet, especially in order to find the place that I was going to. Obviously, a few places like the, the language school I used to work for, I knew where that was, right? But 
uh, I was meeting a few people that I didn't know exactly uh, where they lived and things like that. So it was really convenient to have internet in my phone. So I bought one of those SIM cards and I still have it, but it's useless for me now. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping I will be able to use it in Ireland actually, but we will see. Um, yeah, and uh, you know what? When I started talking in English to uh, the shop assistant um, in that in that little store where they sold the, that SIM card. I was stammering. You wouldn't believe it. I think I was a bit nervous that I am finally back in London and it felt like like a dream. Like a dream, in not in a way that I always wished to be back. Well, I kind of did, but no, it, it felt like I was in a dream or something. I was... I always say this, but after, when I come back to a place that I used to live in or that I used to know quite well or that has some kind of nostalgic value to me, I feel like Alice in Wonderland. And you can imagine after all, all that pandemic time, it just felt so weird seeing all those people at the airport. I mean, it was so bizarre. And then, then in London, so many people everywhere. I hadn't seen that many people uh, for two years combined, honestly. Incredible. And I was a bit stammering when I started speaking. It took me some time to sort of shake this ner nervousness off. It's hard to explain, but it was like, should I call it anxiety or something? I don't know. Travel, travel anxiety, perhaps? Something along those lines. Yeah, so... Okay, so I um, I had a... I was traveling light at that point because I, my, I had a suitcase, but there was not much in it. A few gifts for for my friends. And other than that, um, not much. Not, not many... I didn't need many clothes or anything. So just a few gifts. So that was easy. Uh, but... Um, yeah, but I got held up uh, buying that sim card because i didn't know which one i wanted and then it took me some time to install it onto my phone so yeah there were a few issues with that uh, so i was i was kind of uh, taking off late uh from not taking off setting off sorry i was kind of setting off late from getwick but i made it so i i jumped on a train uh, some trains were operating. Uh, there was like partial disruption only because of that strike. Then I went to Victoria Station and through, uh, from Victoria Station I took the tube to Seven Sisters, which uh, is the... So I, I took the Victoria line to Seven Sisters and from Seven Sisters I traveled by train again to... Theobald's Grove, but I messed it up and I jumped on the wrong train and as a result of that in the end I had to take a bus as well because there were no, no more trains because of the strike. So I actually arrived quite late at my friend's place at Theobald's Grove and um, that was unfortunate because I had planned to see Andrew that night on Thursday night. Andrew is a friend of mine uh, he is, I believe, Kiwi. Um, I hope he's not Aussie. I think he's Kiwi. 
And Andrew um, has um, is a board game enthusiast. And uh, before I left London, right before I left, uh, back in 2020, I had lent him uh, one of my favorite board games. So I wanted to pick this board game up from him. And we had planned to see each other, uh, but uh, they, we, he didn't give me many options because obviously uh, EasyJet uh, had messed things up. Uh, so we had, we had planned to see each other and play games together. But as a result of that um, rebooking I had to make, I couldn't. But we still wanted to see each other. It was the last option because then he was flying to Belgium but because of me messing up the trains, I was basically, by the time I got to my friend's place, it was too late and I knew it would be very, very inconvenient to have to travel all the way to Camden Town. That's where my friend lives to pick up my game. So we, we basically decided to, uh, to do something different. This was um, Andrew's idea. He decided to hide the game outside his house um, that he had a, he had a bicycle it's like a little yard outside his house and um, uh, in that yard he's got a bicycle and he he has like a cover like a plastic cover there which covers uh, for the for the lack of a better word the bike and then underneath that bike he would hide that game for me he sent me instructions on the phone and it was just up to me when I pick it up. So at that point, I got to Wukash's place, and uh, yeah, I, um, we had some beers there uh, um, with Wukash and also um, his partner Peter, and that was great. And they really looked after me there, and um, that that was really easy for me there. So we had a few beers and, and then I went to bed, I think around, at around midnight. And then guess what? I thought that I would be so tired that I would sleep. I did sleep, but for only about five hours. And then for some reason I woke up and couldn't sleep anymore. So my sleep deprivation problems kept going. So that was a bit annoying. But, you know, it, it is what it is. It was what it was, actually, I should say. And um, so we're talking Friday now, yeah? So in fr Friday morning, I had actually planned to see Martin. Martin Johnston from the Rock and Roll English. That's right. And um, that, was, that was cool. Martin lives outside London in Chelmsford. Chelmsford. Um, it's only 30 minutes away by train. So, if it had been further away, I wouldn't have gone to see Martin. But because it was so close, I thought, well, I might as well uh, pay Martin a visit. And so I did. And um, that was great. That was great fun to, um, to meet Martin. Well, I know him from the Rock and Roll English podcast, but uh, obviously it's different when you meet someone in person. So... Um, yeah, he, he came to the railway station. It was easy for me to recognize him because I know uh, how Martin looks from uh, the social media. And he was also wearing a rock and roll English t-shirt, which was always, always fantastic, as he says. 
And um, um, yeah, so what did we do with Martin? We basically talked about uh, things related to English teaching and uh, what it takes to be a self-employed English teacher. We kind of, uh, what's the word for it? We sort of exchanged ideas and talked about our businesses and things like that. And yeah, that was that was great. Uh, we really had a good time talking. Time, f time flew uh, really fast. And uh, there was even a guy that interrupted us uh, in the middle of our conversation. I think, I believe we were somewhere in the, uh, um, on a high street in Chelmsford. And a guy interrupted us and struck up a conversation with us. And that was kind of cool. But uh, then he le uh, left us alone as well. And yeah, and then uh, Martin had to teach a lesson. So we were running out of time. And I realized that I had wanted to uh, record a podcast with him. So I told Martin, hey, Martin, what about the podcast? And he said, well, we have to do it fast because I have to go. Uh, I'm teaching now. So uh, what we did was uh, we made, uh, I think, a good decision was that I basically um, walked Martin, uh, I, you know, accompanied Martin uh, to his own house. So I pretty much know where Martin lives now. But don't worry, I'm not going to give this away, um, Martin, if you're listening now. But uh, on our way um, to Martin's house, um, we recorded the podcast. So we went through a park and Martin was actually showing me uh, uh, the places that he, where he used to grow up and stuff like that. So, yeah, and uh, this is the podcast that I'm going to play you now. So you will have a unique opportunity to hear Martin on my podcast, recorded live, not online, as I do record most of my podcasts these days. This is all live, right? And uh, I think that will be it for this episode of the next English podcast. I will also record um, a mini lesson if I can, because I, I, you know, as I said, I'm going to Dublin now. So if I have time, I'll try to record mini, more mini lessons so that patrons have uh, what, what, you know, what is promised to them. And in these mini lessons, I'll go through uh, our interviews uh, with people and uh, explain vocabulary and things like that, yeah? So here is the interview I recorded with Martin. Please uh, enjoy, sit back and enjoy uh, this uh, interview. I think it's really cool. And uh, yeah, I'll speak to you in part two. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the next English podcast. Here is a brand new episode for you. And this one is actually quite special because next to me is walking Martin Johnston from the Rock and Roll English podcast. Hi, Martin. Hi, Zenik. Nice to... I was going to say nice to be here because that's what you <laughs> normally say on a podcast, isn't it? But we're actually together, which is a strange thing. But I'm very happy to finally meet you. Yeah, same for me, man. Likewise. I, I used to record podcasts like this in the past, mm. but not, not anymore because of the COVID thing and stuff like cool. that. But um, now I've decided to come back to London in order to pick up my board games. And I was like wondering, oh, who am I going to see here in London? And you were one of the people I decided to contact. And you happen to be living in Chomsford now. 
correct. Is that where we are now then? In, in Chelmsford, yeah, my, my yeah. hometown. Oh, yeah. excellent. But it's not very far from London. We are not exactly in London now, right? No, we're in Essex, okay. um, which if anyone knows Stansted Airport, when lots of people come to London, they go to Stansted because they're, you can find the Ryanair flights, the really cheap ones. Yeah. But Stansted is not in London, it's in Essex, uh-huh. which is where we are now. That's in the north, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like north east of London, Essex. It's like the next county. So you have London and then Essex. Excellent. So now right now we are walking somewhere in Chelmsford. Yes. What's this place? It's, a, it's we're, like we're a, actually walking now to uh, Central Park. It's a oh. little bit different to the one in New York. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> it's the same name. Does same it have the same name. name? Okay. Same name. Brilliant. Yeah, but uh, yeah, a little bit little bit smaller. Yeah. Um but yeah, still a nice park though. There is actually a uh, gay pride on today. I, oh. I saw when I went for a run this morning. Okay. Yeah. So, so is that a regular thing here or? I oh, know, in fact, um, I was, because I've lived abroad for, well, I, I lived abroad for 12 years. 12 years? Um, obviously I still came back a few times a year, but I was never here for a prolonged period of time. I see. Um, so yeah, I'm quite happy to see my my city because it's now a city it used to be a town now it's a city mm-hmm. um how it's moving with the times let's say nice so you didn't actually come back to live here in chomsford in england to to see the pride that wasn't the, <laughs> that wasn't the reason right because uh, i know you no. used to live in sicily in italy right correct so yeah. what was what was the reason you came here then uh, it was more <laughs> i always say it was more my wife that made me um, I was happy in Sicily. Yeah, um, everything was fine. I had a lovely life. See, I've heard see this story thing. on your podcast, but yeah. I don't know to what extent you're just like jo- like joking. And well, let, let's say I I'd never considered coming back. Ah, and, okay. and my wife started talking about it yeah. and basically managed to convince me so, so much. So you you are here against your will. Is that um, is if, that accurate? If she hears that, she'll kill me. But mm, uh, mm. we can beep it up. <laughs> Um, I, I wouldn't say against my will. She she convinced me. She made me see okay. the well, the logic, and then I well, kind of thought, let's just try it. I mean, she will be proud of herself because um, that that means you love her. That means she's very she has a convincing personality, and she's good at you know talking people into following her. Isn't that great? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping the fact that I married her already showed her that I loved her. But uh, but yeah, this is just an, another thing. And that we have a child together. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you really want to show someone you love them, just tell them you're willing to move um, anywhere for them. So, so why did she want to come here then? Is it, did um, she want to just uh, give it a go living in, in England or... Um, so she wanted to come here because we have lots of family support because we have a young child. Yeah. Um, things in comparison to Sicily work a lot better. Okay. Um, and it's just more convenient. Yeah. But the, the, the flip side to that is it's so much more expensive than Sicily. So yeah. we actually got a pizza the other day, ordered a pizza. They delivered it and it was £37. Did you order it from Italy or something? <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> um, but obviously, so the listeners can't see. But look at this beautiful Central Park oh, now yeah. that we can see. Um, a it's fountain here. Yeah, exactly. Um, and this is actually the, basically the park where I grew up. Used to play football here mm. with Dan the Man, and <laughs> Dan the Man um, being someone from 
the Rock and Roll English podcast, yeah. and he's one of the first. He was the the, the, the original, the original person yeah. like who, who showed up since since the beginning, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I remember that. Um, and so, so you have fond memories of this place, then. Oh, in fact, this is the really strange thing for me to be back, not just in the UK, but in my home city, which yeah. I left when I was 19. I'm nearly 38, so more or less 20 years ago. Um, and it's really strange for me because places that, like I, I said, it's not like I haven't been here in 20 years. Yeah. I, I came here at least three, four times a year, but it's not I'm, the same. It's not the same yeah. because I would never spend more than a week, mm. maximum 10 days here. So would you say the place has changed a lot or is it more uh, or less the same? I think it's a lot nicer now. Is it? Um, it's just. Well, it's, it's nicer that you are here now, of course. <laughs> exactly. That's the main but thing. It's also like a cool place to be now because it's near London. When I was a child, lots of people, there were lots of factories here and lots of people worked in factories, including my family. Yeah. All of my family worked at one particular factory my mum's okay. side, my dad's side. Um, Working class family. Oh, yeah. And mm -hmm. but, but now. All of those factories are closed, but because of how close it is to London. Oh, I thought uh, the Iron Lady closed them down. No, <laughs> no, no. It, was, it was a bit later than okay. that. Um, but so now, because of how close it is to London, lots yep. of people, and even more now because of COVID, because people can work from home now. So yep. instead of paying really, really high rent and like buying houses in London, which is just almost impossible, yeah. they they move here, which. Um, is a bit more. I mean, it's still really expensive. So, how much cheaper is it, like, relatively speaking? So, are we talking like forty percent less uh, expensive? Or I mean, I mean, I must admit, I'm not so up to date with prices in London anymore now. Mm. But um, so, for example, I can give you the example of my house. So, we rent a two-bedroom house. Yeah. I mean, it's not so big, but it's still a two-bedroom house, and we pay one thousand one hundred pounds. In London, I think that'd probably cost you. I mean, depending on the zone, but I think that would easily cost you two thousand. Uh, it really depends on the size of the. Yeah, I mean, yeah, house, but that yeah. that specific house in London, okay. for example, Zone yeah. Two, I oh, think. Zone Two, yeah. I think you would be paying two and a half thousand. I think there is a huge difference be, uh, amongst those individual zones as well. Like. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. Like cool. I said, it's it's expensive, but a, a little bit better. So I know I know you have to go soon. So I, uh, how much time do you have? Can I ask you a few more questions? So uh, yeah, I mean my lesson starts in 16 minutes. In 16 minutes, but okay. that's when it starts. Right, right. So I need to get in and switch the computer on, basically. Yeah, yeah. So we have about 10 cross, more minutes, I'd say. We're going to cross this bridge. Yeah. 10, 12 more minutes. I thought I'll even show you my house. <laughs> All right. Cool. So. Um, Obviously, I know your podcast very well, rock, the Rock and Roll English podcast. So, how is how is the podcast doing, Martin? Uh, yeah, good. The, good. Um, usual, I suppose. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what's what's new. Is there anything new? With but the, the new thing is that you you no longer say always fantastic. I was expecting that answer, and they uh, said it's good. But so. I, I only ask. I only say that when someone says, "How are you?" Oh, okay. How are you then, Martin? Yeah, always fantastic. Okay. In fact, now now. We've exchanged phone numbers. Yeah. You will see on WhatsApp my status. I noticed. Are oh, you noticed the When I was on the train coming here, and I added <laughs> your number because before we messaged each other on Instagram. Yeah. And uh, I saw your photos, or so like you know, oh that that's Martin. So I was wondering if I had saved the right number, right? 
and then the next thing that assured me that it was really you was the status right. which, uh, which said always fantastic there we so go that's when i knew it's really you <laughs> exactly yeah uh, so yeah so yeah the uh, yeah the podcast what's new with the podcast anything um well you guys are now everyone is moving to a new platform like luke has moved to a new platform yeah. you are moving to a new platform yeah. um i got my recommendation from another one, another person in the industry who we were talking about earlier, with Emma for a pronunciation. Yep. With Emma, recommended this platform, mm-hmm. not the podcast one. I now have a, like a learning platform because before I created all of these lessons and stuff, and they just disappeared. Yeah. Whilst now there's a like a specific uh, platform I use where it stays there. So now I have podcast lessons, pronunciation lessons. Um, grammar lessons, vocabulary lessons, cool. Um, and, so that's that's, that's story that's, lessons. That's rock and roll family. Yes, exactly. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. I, that's like my achievers chamber. Obviously, yours is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've been doing it for a long time, and yeah, like maybe three years at least, four years. Uh, the family thing. No, the family. Yeah, four. Yeah, four years. It's well established. Yeah. Obviously, check it out, listeners. Um, just go to Martin's website, rockandrollenglish.com. Yes, I, I even changed the website as well. Now I changed the website hosting. Really? Um, but it's the same. Web, it's the same website, yes. the same design. But um, these are the things that people don't see. That it's like like an iceberg. You just see the bit above, yeah. but there's always lots of the things that people like uh, Zenek and I do that you don't see, which is an absolute nightmare. Uh, yeah. Well, that's an understatement, Martin. Yeah. Exactly. So you are getting some behind the scenes. From Martin here, listeners. I hope you guys like it. And what else can I ask you about? Well, what about? Um, um, I can tell you about. So, if, yep. as you can see, not so much here, but when we turn left in the next street, there are like old Victorian houses. And we had the uh, we had a street party here recently for the jubilee. Um, oh yeah, I can thing. see some some booze lying on the <laughs> on the street here. Uh, is, that, is that from the party? So, yeah, it was a pretty crazy party. But, yeah, so we actually had a street party here, and it was the first time I'd been to a street party. Okay. Um, and, yeah, I'm I'm not a royalist at all, but it was a good excuse for a party. So, yeah, that was that Oh, was that was because of the jubilee of yes. Queen Elizabeth? Yes. Okay, great, great. Um, and everyone was... So, you went... I think maybe one might still be there, I'm not sure, but lots of people had flags outside. Yeah. Because it's kind of like a traditional street, other places there was nothing there. But mm. like I said, these are all like old traditional Great. Victorian houses. Lovely. So so you're you're happy now here in, in England or do you want to go um, back to I, Italy? I mentioned this on Luke's uh, podcast, how I'm suffering still yeah. from reverse culture shock. Yeah, 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 I've heard it. Yeah. Which... Uh, is still a big thing for me okay so, i mean the biggest thing is the weather if you look up now it's gray it's nice yeah. uh, it's nice this is nice this is nice good oh my god falling okay, we've got someone falling over. i have to focus guys i have to look right and, and then so look we still left have one in flag that order up. can you see that one flag? yes i can yeah the union jack flag yes which is the, the better one because um, <laughs> the the other one the saint george's cross just the yeah. white flag um, is that too nationalistic for you? Yeah, it's just it's just sort of associated with kind of um, lad culture. And just being a bit almost racist as well. Yeah. I, I don't like it. And even just looking at it, it's just it's got more colours, hasn't it? The Union Jack. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's nicer. nicer. Uh, I have to say. Yeah. yeah. Not sure what the Scottish would say, but um, we've actually come to my house here, which is oh, okay. 63. Um, I, I would invite you in. Well, you don't um, have to. 
I mean, you can come if you want, but I literally got to go and do my lesson immediately. Okay, so yeah, it's been nice meeting yeah. you, Martin. Thanks very much. And yeah, take care and all the best with the podcast. And you, you too. This is our fake goodbye because in a minute <laughs> we're going to say goodbye properly. But yeah. Oh, are we? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hope you're not just going to say goodbye and then go off now. Yeah, I mean, I remember you mentioning this thing yeah. before. Two the, goodbyes. The, yeah, two two goodbyes, two hellos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So. Cheers, Martin. Cheers, Zenek, and see you soon. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks a lot for listening. For more information, go to Zdenek's English Podcast Facebook group or visit zdenek'singlishpodcast.podbean.com. Would you like to become more confident and fluent in English? Would you like to practice speaking regularly with international friends? Would you like to develop your communication skills? Would you like to get more exposure to English and great new routines which are bound to increase your English level? If your answers are yes, yes, yes and yes, then you should join the Achievers Chamber Discord group and take part in regular events and group lessons with me, Teachers Denek and other members. In this brilliant and growing community, we have members at B1, B2, C1 and even C2 level. There are three different tiers of membership to choose from, basic, silver and gold, depending on your budget. Our members are from eight different countries. Bear in mind that most events and lessons take place in the evening of Central European time. For more details about the benefits of the membership and instructions on how to join, head over to teachersdenek.com.